0: Good morning, everyone. Happy Monday. We're continuing our look through the Gospel of John on these Mondays by looking at Jesus I Am statements, statements in which our Lord Christ uses the Greek words ego eimi, the emphatic way of saying I am that a Jew would never say for fear that they would be misunderstood as speaking the divine name Yahweh. Yahweh who is the I am. And so if you recall, we've talked about this a few times, they would always look for other ways of saying I am, building into the verbs themselves rather than use the pronoun and the to be word. But Jesus breaks that rule. He claims to be the I am, and then by his words shows us what that means. And so just to bring us back up to speed a little bit, so far we've seen five of these. Jesus is the I am who is the light of the world. He says, I am the bread of life who feeds us in the way that we most need to be fed. He says, I am the vine and you are the branches. I am the way, the truth, and the life. I am the resurrection and the life. Words that you may have heard in church yesterday as well as last Monday. And now we have two more remaining in front of us from John's Gospel. Both of them connected to the image of sheep. I am the door, and I am the good shepherd. Both of them are connected together in a powerful way. You know, A few weeks ago, I told you how the image of the vine was one of the largest, most important images in the New Testament. There's really kind of a big three, three images that are used throughout Scripture all over the place, book after book after book. The image of the vineyard, image of the family and image of the sheepfold. Sheep is a big image in scripture all over the place. There's lots of things about sheep and shepherds from describing us as sheep to ordinary acts of describing what it's like to raise a flock. In fact, we even call many of our leaders in Christian churches shepherds. We just don't translate it from its word pastor but it means the same thing. It was an image that was so easy to pick pick up because all around the people, you saw it. Sheep were everywhere. Sheep were there as Israel was formed in a nomadic existence. Sheep were part of the Exodus. So many, in fact, that they could come up with a whole temple worship system based around the slaughter of those animals. David was a shepherd. Plus, it's just pragmatic. It's easy to give illustrations of things that are right in front of you every day. And sheep, well, sheep are a good way to build wealth if you live in a kind of place where the land is open and you can move about at will. What does it take to raise sheep? You need a couple sheep. And pretty soon, if you choose well and if you take care of them, you have a few more. And a few more. And they sustain you along the way with the milk that they produce, which nicely becomes cheese. Their wool is harvested and the sheep can keep on living and reproducing. And if you get really hungry, well, there's a little barbecue walking around in front of you all the time. When the time comes, sheep increase your wealth. And so it was a pretty good way to sustain life in an area of open land. But the problem with sheep... I love the one on the left, is that they're stupid. (laughs) They're vulnerable animals. They don't seem very well prepared to take care of themselves. They'll follow after the other sheep wherever they're going. They'll follow food one bite after another till they end up in a very dangerous place. So your growing wealth could very easily be picked off by a predator as a sheep wanders off in the wrong way stolen by a thief, or just wander off till it's gone. So the work of a shepherd was largely to keep the sheep safe, to keep them fed, to keep track of them. Now, it's one thing to do that during the day when you can just let them out in the field, call them back when you need to, and it's rather easy to hold on to them then. But what about at night? At night, the need comes up for something different, and the preferred way that many shepherds would take care of their sheep at night was with using a sheepfold. A place to put the sheep, and it could be very simple as this one here. Some branches or obstacles put up. It doesn't need much form. It needs a way in and out, but just one. You don't want to start leading your sheep in the front door and have them wander straight out the back. You want one door where you can keep watch. And if you're going to raise your sheep in a place for a while longer, you might make it a little more sturdy, building them out of rock, where nothing can get through. Not the sheep, not the predator. And in the world of the Gospels, just about everybody knew how this worked. You led your sheep into the fold, and you put yourself at the gate, and you were set. The sheep were where they were supposed to be. Everyone knew how this worked. And everyone knew how people tried to cheat. How they tried to get around this. Or how they knew very easily you could rob someone. If you've got your Bibles, we'll be in John 10 uh, for the rest of chapel. John 10 verses 1 through 6, words of Jesus. Truly, truly I say to you, he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door but climbs in another way that man is a thief and a robber but he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep to him the gatekeeper opens the sheep hear his voice and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out when he has brought them out all his, when he has brought out all his own he goes before him before them And the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. A stranger they will not follow, but they will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. This figure of speech Jesus used with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So if you see someone entering the building, your dorm an office building, and you see them climbing in the window, do you get a little suspicious? Not that I've ever been caught doing it, but if you see someone climbing on the outside of the administration building trying to get up a little higher, do you think they're doing something appropriate? Wow. We think it's okay? (laughs) Be careful? No, don't do it. People used to live in that building. It was a different, different time when other people did such things. <laughs> when you see someone getting into a building, into a place, into a business in the wrong way, doesn't it at least make you a little bit suspicious that something's going wrong? So if you see someone climbing over the wall of the sheepfold instead of walking through the nice, easy, open door, wouldn't you be a little suspicious? This person's up to no good. A thief and a robber is the one who climbs in some other way, and thereafter, one basic thing. They want to take what belongs to someone else and make it their own. Take the hard work of a shepherd and cash in just when the time is right. I've seen this happen. I've seen this happen as people swoop in on farms at the last minute to pick the harvest. My in-laws have told me about the people who've been stealing truckloads of nuts this past year. Right after the harvest, they pick them up from the fields and they drive them off. Families can lose everything in a heartbeat. Thieves. And robbers want to take someone else's work and make it their own. Or maybe they're those nice thieves who only want to take a little bit, in which case they're after some nice lamb chops. They want something different than what the shepherd wants. They're stealing, taking something that's not their own. So you wouldn't just lead the sheep into a pen, pile up some branches or rocks in front of it, and go home for the night No, the lonely shift for a shepherd was the night watch when a gatekeeper would come. A gatekeeper would come and put himself into the gate. This one, I think, is posing for pictures with tourists. But many nights, the gatekeepers would be simply leaning up inside of that gate with their back against one side and their legs on the other with their staff out in front of them, so that if a sheep should try to go out or someone should try to go in, they would stumble over the person. There was no hinges there, no door swinging in the way. The gate was a person. If you want to get to the sheep, you've got to go through him. And if you left your sheep in there and someone else was on duty that night, you would go to the gatekeeper. The gatekeeper, recognizing you, would let you in. And the shepherd would stand in the way. There's a wonderful little book written by, uh, by Keller, Philip Keller, called A Shepherd Looks at Psalm 23. And he describes this work of a shepherd going into the gateway where multiple shepherds have led their little flocks. And he calls to his own, and his sheep recognize his voice and start coming out. And as they walk by, they'd walk often in between his legs. And he would touch his own sheep and reassure them and send them on their way. And occasionally one that wasn't his own would try to come up and he'd push them back into the flock. And pretty soon his own flock would come and following a voice that they knew, they would wander off to pasture, to water, to wherever the shepherd would take them. See, back then and in that culture, this was not a cattle drive where you ride along behind pushing the animals forward. Sheep follow. They follow their shepherd. And the shepherd would lead them on and train them to know that where he was, where his voice was calling to them, they would find safety and water to drink and food to eat and someone who cared for them the shepherd would go through the gate and call them out, and they would be safe. But people didn't get it. So Jesus has to teach a little more directly. Verses 7 through 10. Jesus again said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Jesus is the door to the sheepfold. He's the one who stands between the sheep. And danger. And he's the one who leads the sheep out to where they're supposed to go so that they get the food and the care and the nourishment that he needs. And he can do it because he is I am God Himself. He's the one who gives other things, while people who come any other way are thieves and robbers. Jesus is teaching us that anybody who comes to God's people without coming through him means you harm. Anyone who presumes to tell you things of God without coming through Jesus is lying to you. Anyone who tells you what God desires and doesn't take you to a cross, doesn't show you how you are covered with the righteousness of Christ, doesn't confess that Jesus is the Son of God who came for you, is a thief and a robber. And Christ's sheep are called to listen to the voice of their shepherd, of Jesus and those he sends in his name. Because your shepherd would feed you. A shepherd's going to lead the sheep to pasture but if you're going to get to those things that you need, you need to go with the shepherd and through him. Because the thieves who would come over the wall, they want to eat the sheep, they want to consume. But Christ, the gate to the sheep, Christ, the good shepherd, wants to feed you, to give himself for you. Christ comes. And offers himself as food. And he does it by laying down his life for the sheep. You know, there are times when we are stuck. We're out at night, metaphorically speaking. We might be out with other people, but it always seems like such a dangerous place, even in the company of other people. There's temptations and difficulties and challenges. There's stress. There's the end of semester and all the fun stuff it brings with it. So many things that tempt us to look away and not think about what our shepherd is doing for us. But our shepherd has put us into his fold and he places himself in the door. He is the door. And Jesus stands between you you and those who would harm you. If you want to get to them, you got to come through me first, he says. And he's there. And Jesus would teach us as sheep that anyone who would come to you without going through the door is a thief and a robber. So don't listen. Listen to your shepherd. Because when you do... You find the one who would save us. The one who would give us life abundantly. The one who is our true shepherd. Who watches over his lambs and his sheep. Who keeps us safe in his care. Who has everything we need taken care of. Trust your shepherd. And come back next week. We'll find out a little bit more about what that shepherd does as Jesus extends this metaphor in John 10 to talk about the good shepherd. I pray God's blessings as you do that. Pastor Anderson's gonna come up and lead us in prayer.